Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. somebody right yeah. and because like he was usually like roasting the republican campaigns right yeah. he was trying to get them to lose so he got donald trump to run in the reform party to split the vote yeah. and then he ended yeah. up making them lose the vote yeah but and that's how bill uh not is that how barack got voted? no that was no. bill clinton i think won because of um what the fuck was it? ross perot yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He took like three yeah. percent of the, the yeah, vote. Republican vote, and they were pretty disappointed with uh, George Bush Senior after that point. Yeah. Right. If we're gonna talk about people being disappointed in the head of an institution, let's talk about professional wrestling, the greatest sports institution of all time. Really, the NFL. Yeah. Uh, listen, it's yeah. really than the NFL. <laughs> What, what uh, wrestling has done to American sports entertainment, right, is part of the reason why the Taylor Swift narrative exists this season. Oh, yeah. It's um, in the UFC, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That shit is really into the UFC as well, the whole narrative thing. Yeah, so it's let's, everywhere. Let's just get a couple of the facts out of the way. Um, Vince McMahon's so innocent. Vince, <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I heard Allegedly. he got accused of some. He got accused of some sexual oh, shit. Sex we trafficking. We'll get into it. Do you want to talk about the Netflix deal first, or do you want to talk about the Vince? That movie? is an interesting. I feel like the Netflix okay. deal will be funnier after we talk about Vince. Let's talk about both. And I have a, a no context conspiracy theory that I made with no information, just like seeing the headlines. I was like, this seems like they're connected. So as of the moment, Vince McMahon has resigned as executive chairman of the board of the TKO Group Holdings, which is the parent company of- Within the 12 hours yeah. of the Wall Street Journal article coming out. Which is really bullshit because like, oh, he resigned, so you think he's not affiliated. The nigga still owns this shit, but- He doesn't own it anymore. Oh, he sold it? WWE is actually owned by- uh, uh, TKO Business. TKO Business, which also owns UFC. That was done. Uh, oh yeah, ago. that was the. Um... But he was still the chairman of the board of TKA Group Holdings, and now I think he, he has resigned. So, so he, he probably still has a huge stake in the company, a financial so investment have... in it. But I don't think he has any creative or executive power. In no, he's not the face. of I have another world. crazy opinion before we get into this. Yeah. When it comes to all the allegations, I think they're all guilty. I'm not defending anyone. The thing is, though, I think they're all political at the same time. Because I think everyone in Hollywood is a pedophile. <laughs> but I think mm. that they get mad at certain people and they kick them out of the club and then they expose them and they're like, this nigga's a pedophile. And he's like, nigga, we was all doing it. But then, like, I think that was, like, Michael Jackson, like, Bill Cosby. They're all, they're all guilty. But I think it was, like, maybe he was trying to buy NBC and they're like, We'll put out a video of you fucking a kid, you know, like Jeffrey Epstein type shit. I mean, listen, there's there. That sounds more Harvey Weinstein. So but. I heard a conspiracy recently that, like, duh, right? Uh, but it was that they allowed Jeffrey Epstein to cook because he was getting like blackmail. dirt on people. Yeah, yeah, it was a blackmail factory, and yeah. they let. Him, no, I, I've they, heard about that one. Yeah, where it was went, like the first time Bill showed up there. Epstein had like a painting of him like naked with that woman made. Oh yeah, well there's a dude named Ari Ben Manash that was like a famous like Israeli spy. Yeah. And he came out just straight up and said like, yeah, I worked with Jeffrey Epstein, like he was a spy. 
Yeah, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard that conspiracy theory too. I mean, I, how there's I mean, there's no way, right? Like there's the whole conspiracy about like the British crown and like that pedophile ring. I think there's that no that, way he wasn't involved in some shit. Yeah, I think that that's another one too. That's like, yeah, no, obviously, like they were just like cooking up dirt on these people. Like, real oh, conspiracy you... theory here. Oh, yeah. The real reason that Prince Harry left was because he knew these Epstein allegations were coming, and he's waiting until after all of the dust clears so he can actually blow his load on all of these allegations. I think he left because he, I think he got forced out. I think he also <laughs> got forced out. One, because that crazy ass bitch he married. But two, I don't think Megan, he's really... Boy, Megan crazy. <laughs> She is crazy, but also that nigga's not really a royal. That his mom cheated on the fucking prince, and he's not that nigga's son. That nigga was not. Where the fuck he get red hair from? Not, neither one of the motherfuckers is redhead. She was fucking Irish. some. She was fucking like the security what guard or some I? shit. Bro, that nigga she is not her. Saudi prince, wasn't she? Like she was. She was. That's why they killed her ass. Cause it yeah, was. Yeah, he was talking about. Yeah, you know they killed. Well, my, Diana was. A bro, they killed Diana. She was a commoner and she was cheating on him and they Megan had a baby. Well, had a baby Megan on him. Megan is not British. Yeah. Bitch, you dumbass. Like, you should have just not said you were black. Like, nobody would have noticed it. <laughs> they are you could have literally, literally just been like. Kings of racism. I'm just saying, what the fuck is uh, Quincy Jones' daughter's name? Rashida Jones. I, like I had no her. idea yeah. she was black. You can't. Uh, okay, now I feel like you can tell Rashida Jones. Like, I right? could Her tell she was not Jones. white. I could tell she, <laughs> she was something, but I didn't know she was black. I thought she was like. I some feel sort like of... she was in the Rock territory, where you like, you know, she might be Greek. What? <laughs> Y'all niggas is crazy. No, what, uh, Rock's like half black, right? Yeah, what Rock is Samoan. No, the Rock Samoan? is half black and half Samoan. Yes. Yeah. His but dad is he's a he's a, a smart media person because like he's just like no I'm I'm a white celebrity what are you talking about? <laughs> no, he is notice a they, celebrity. You notice how they many white people sure want to say nigga? The Rock can say that nigga, but dad, he doesn't. Rocky Johnson. <laughs> yeah, he's <That> black. Is, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's really like the Rock Junior then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He followed right in his dad's footsteps after he tried to play. Isn't Roman Reigns like The Rock's, like, son-in-law or like? A lot of them are related to each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nepotism. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of you look at people as Wikipedia. I mean, Roman, see, like, Roman's Roman's good at the game. They have like like Randy Orton like is like five generations of wrestling or some shit. I'm making that up. I'm not making it up, but he has like is like his father and his grandfather, and then like I don't know if his I don't know how long wrestling, pro wrestling has existed, but like. It's like it goes back in his yeah, family. Yeah, I was like, like to like the early 1900s. I mean, wow, like, that pro sounds... wrestling goes actually pro wrestling goes all the yeah. way back to like you know. So the it's early a long classical list. Greek period. It's a long yeah. list. Uh, but I'm yeah, talking about like the Vince fake McMahon's wrestling sexual allegations, right? Yeah. What exactly? So what did he get accused of? <laughs> oh, hold on. This. Is uh, so let me highlight the one uh, trigger warning. Fair warning. Uh, so he was having a threesome with the girl that he was pipping out to everybody. That is a terrible way to. Uh, I gave a trigger warning. Oh, so he was like pimping. Hold on, hold on. Having a, a devil's threesome with the girl he was pipping out to everybody, took a shit on her back, is went to go she's... take a shower, but before he went to the shower, says, Don't stop, 
keep going for him, and then he goes to take a shower. So was Janelle, she of legal age? Yes. Yes. So okay. Janelle Grant, a former employee of WWE headquarters, filed a lawsuit against Vince McMahon um, and the WWE company's former head of talent relations, John uh, Larinus. I don't. I don't care to. Laurinaitis. Laurinaitis. Uh, laryngitis. Um, according to court documents, McMahon allegedly pushed Grant into a physical relationship in return for a long-promised employment at WWE, which involved forced sexual relationships, sharing of private photos and videos, as well as coercing Grant into having sexual relations with other WWE staffers, including Laryngitis. Uh, McMahon also subjected Grant to acts of extreme cruelty, degradation that caused Grant to dissociate and or become numb to the reality or to reality in order to survive the horrific encounters as previously mentioned. I also believe that this is part of the reason why, not the entire reason why, that Andre the Giant absolutely fucking hated Vince. Um, oh, a lot than, of people hate him, though, because he wasn't yeah. paying them niggas. Yeah. Stone Cold uh, legitimately Jesse Ventura, fucking hates that guy. Yeah. Jesse Ventura hates him because Jesse Ventura tried to unionize the WWE yep. and got kicked yep. out. Yeah, and that's exactly why he got kicked out. Because, yeah. oh, and you want to know who snitched on that nigga? Hulk fucking yep. Hogan. We watched the same episode or listened to the same episode of Behind the Bastards, probably. <laughs> Yo, no, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't the, even listen to that. I, uh, I heard him talk about it on another podcast. Oh, yeah, no. But, uh, Robert Evans and Behind the Bastards did like a three-parter on Vince McMahon. Great. Uh, it's a great podcast uh, for you and our listeners. It's a podcast where Dave I, I Anthony heard, yeah. and no, Gareth that's, Reynolds. That's... that's the dollar. The dollar. Behind the Bastards is Robert Evans Robert from Evans. Cracked Magazine yes. fame, who does a pa- uh, podcast on terrible people throughout history. And like yeah. He had a those. five-parter on Henry Kissinger. That reminds me of... Like, there was right one, before he died, too. One of my favorite podcasts was this now-defunct podcast, but there's like hundreds of episodes. Probably like a hundred episodes if you want to go back and listen to it. Grubstakers. It's about like... They do like a different thing on different billionaires. Ooh. It is like it makes you realize that like this whole fucking like rags to riches bullshit is just doesn't. Oh, yeah. no, it, it is not real. All of them were like born at least millionaires, and they're all terrible people. They yeah. all like murdered hella people to get like J.P. Morgan apparently like sold like during the Civil War. He sold the Union a bunch of like guns that didn't work. Yeah, and then like niggas were dying to like blowing their hands off and shit. There's no ethical <laughs> way to become a billionaire. Nope. There's absolutely no ethical way to become a billionaire. And there is absolutely. even less ethical ways to maintain being a billionaire. Uh, which is why uh, is it, it's not J.P. Morgan. Uh, one of them, Carnegie. That's why Carnegie gave away his fortune at mm. the end. Because, you know, he you reach the end of your mile and you're like, wow, I've done some really terrible He's like, shit. I already have a hall named after me. Vince will never get there, though. Uh, the Behind the Bastards episode is a really great breakdown on all the terrible things Vince McMahon has done. Um, and this is where I was first introduced to the Linda Grant thing and him kind of like pimping her out to other WWE employees. I had not heard the shit thing. Robert did not talk about that. That Probably just came out. For in, good. Oh, okay. That well, just yeah. came out in the official. Yeah. Um, subpoena. Not subpoena. Um. Vince may also be the reason why Evil Knievel is dead because <laughs> him. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, him and Linda McMahon. If I remember correctly from that Behind the Bastards episode, him and Linda McMahon were behind 
the promotion and the uh, development of the jump in that gorge that killed Evil Knievel. Uh-huh. Um, but he left the company right before the jump happened. <laughs> so that's how, one, that's how old Vince McMahon is. Two, that's also like how shysty that nigga is, right? Like, I'm sure both him and Linda oh, yeah. were like, yeah, the, it took a lot to make the jump happen. And then they like, they uh, pulled an Enron, right? Like they cashed yeah. out. <laughs> you know, he's so shysty that the character that he wrote for himself in the WWE was a shysty businessman. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, that was Vince just being Vince. <laughs> he like slightly related real quick. Then we go back to Vince. Like, do you who's really, more of a daredevil badass, Evil Knievel or Travis Pastrana? Uh, definitely Travis Pastrana because Travis Pastrana wasn't a drunk, abusive asshole, as far as we know. I'm right? gonna say Evil Knievel because he's dead. <laughs> he I feel like care. Travis Pastrana hasn't done anything dangerous enough to die yet. So. He uh, definitely <laughs> jumped out of an airplane with no parachute. And did How he, drank a, you do he that? drank a Red Bull? Wait, said, wait, wait, wait. Hope this works. How jumped do you out of jump an airplane out with, with no parachute? No, would he catch one in the sky or something? No, somebody drove out after him. Oh. That's still crazy. Yeah, that's insane, right? <laughs> I feel like that dude. That's more of a. See, the thing is, though, you're just kind of trust. Like, that's not even a skill thing on your point. That's just like, I trust this guy to fucking catch me. Yeah. I feel like that dude who jumped from outside the atmosphere. Like, uh, you remember when Red Bull pulled that oh, stuff? Yeah. yeah, like that dude who jumped just like right out from the end and like skydived all the way down. That dude. Right? Like, Evil Knievel was probably shitting his pants because he was absolutely an alcoholic. But look. There's <laughs> some drunk dude at a frat party right now that's more of a daredevil than any of them. Yeah. There's some guy right now that's doing some fucking crazy ass stunt. Like, he put a firecracker in his ass and lit it or some shit like that. <laughs> I'm gonna ride this Segway down this fucking. down this, like, extra steep hill with this fire, with this fucking. Uh, what is it? Black cat stuck out my ass like it's jackass in fucking <laughs> in 2003. Um, yeah, speaking of a jackass from 2003, Vince McMahon has stepped down just in time for this Netflix deal to be signed, which I think is absolutely when you when you talk the about Netflix like, deal went see, I was thinking about like four days beforehand. Um, the streaming giant has acquired the rights to WWE's Monday Night Raw, um, which I don't know will still be on Monday nights, but in a $5 billion deal to be paid out over 10 years as the wrestling group's contract with Comcast nears its expiration, Bloomberg reported the series will begin airing on Netflix in January, so that's uh, by the time you hear this, you should be able to stream Monday Night Raw or Raw. Wait, uh, is, I thought I heard it was 2025. Oh, 2025. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nope, I'm dyslexic. Um, and will be available to subscribers in North America and other markets. So it's still going to be live? Yes, that's okay. that's yeah. one of the big things. It is still going to be live, and Raw is one of the longest-running live shows on television. Uh, only beat out, excluding news networks, uh, only be, being beat out by Saturday Night Live. Under the deal, Netflix will also stream other WWE specials like SmackDown and the next series oh. where they develop all their new wrestling uh, entertainment and stuff like that. Um, in addition to hosting the pay-per-view live events. So you will now be able to access WWE pay-per-views from your Netflix streaming site. So what I'm hearing is my Netflix subscription is going to go up another dollar. 
Well, this oh, is yeah. probably why they preemptively raise their subscription prices. Um, and I they're mean, they're going to have live TV now. It, <laughs> they are like, it seems like they are really trying to like. I feel like go to Disney's I'm, neck. As I'm far close as the to stream. reactivating my Max subscription so I can watch the NBA, and more importantly, you can so I can watch NBA. inside yeah. the yeah. NBA. Yeah, you can. Because have, as uh, you can see from my shirt. Charles Barkley is See, A1 quality content Isn't this just basically cable time. again now? Huh? It's more boutique cable though, right? But like, like the thing is, right, you gotta cable buy- Cable a la carte. Now, it was you just got Netflix, right? Now you gotta buy like 18 different streaming services. Yeah. You're no. basically gonna be paying for the same amount as you would like cable. Yeah, and, you to watch ads. and you do, and well, that's why a lot of them come with bundles now, right? Like Disney has that bundle where you get eight, uh, Hulu and ESPN. And a lot of times, like I, I get uh, Disney the Disney bundle with my Verizon uh, wireless subscription. Yeah. No plug intended. It there does seem to be a consolidation of media going on here with these streaming oh, wars yeah. and Netflix grabbing the WWE, which is arguably probably the third largest like sports entertainment market in the United States. Right? It's like, I'd say fourth. It's probably over hockey, but it's behind football, baseball, and basketball. I would I don't know. It might be above baseball now. Yeah, I was going to say, I would argue at this point, it goes football, basketball, wrestling. Baseball is 162 games a year. I would still argue that a lot of TV Wait, wait, wait. How would 162 games, was that a game like every other day, basically? I was getting ready to say it's Mon- about six. Games yeah, you got Monday right, Raw, right, Raw Friday night Smackdown. Smackdown. You got yeah. the NXT. Was that Wednesday? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yep. So I was gonna say wrestling can. That's you have to remember. There are thirty baseball teams, all of which play a hundred sixty-two games a year. I feel That's you. There's true. still a decent amount of old money, but I'm thinking of you're talking about value. baseball and old. Yes, baseball is loaded with old money. Yeah, that's my point. But when it comes to market value, though, nobody's really who's watching. For, which yeah. one's getting more more viewers on TV? I'm I'm serious. Like Shohei Otani just got paid more than half a billion dollars. So that's why the WWE is so lucrative because they don't pay them niggas anything. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they don't even have health insurance. All the other sports leagues have unions and shit. It's like a, a players the union. The baseball union yeah. is the baseball players union is the most powerful union in professional sports. Really? Yeah. The Astros fucking cheated to win the World Series and the union made sure they still kept the trophy. Like caught cheating. <laughs> And the union was like, yeah, but they still won. <laughs> How bad was the cheating? Like, what kind of cheating was it? So, um, telegraphing pitches, uh, like, if somebody sees that you can, you're getting a curveball, like, they're using cameras from, like, the, the back center field to, like, uh, read the capture signals. Like the Patriots, like and then the- somebody in the tunnel would bang a trash can with a baseball bat <laughs> to tell the batter that it's like a curveball coming. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I also, the, like... the other uh, theory is Jose Altuve had like uh, a patch on him that would like vibrate because during the post game celebration, he refused to take his jersey off. Maybe he was just like, I'm cool. Maybe he's like, why is a bunch of niggas with no shirts on in here? 
Is this a cheeky video? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I like how Chief Keef, for like the better part of a decade, has basically been the Akatsuki of hip hop. Wait, who's it? What? The Akatsuki? I don't get the root. Like Atachi Uchiha, the Red Clouds. Do you watch a lot of anime? No. <laughs> Alright, You start saying more Japanese shit at me. Did you see the video of the guy? It was like some like people, like white people went to like a Japanese restaurant and they like wanted the guy to like sing them like happy birthday for the girl in Japanese. And he's like, uh, Toyota Mitsubishi. <laughs> Toyota Mitsubishi. <laughs> if I was that person, I would have been like, Evangelion. I can so. tell you, however, though, I think that you might not understand how international wrestling is. Like, I'm not, for at the moment, I'm not. Oh, I know Shusuke's a big deal. I'm not able to find the exact metrics for the last WrestleMania, but I can tell you that in India alone, the last WrestleMania brought in about 56.1 million viewers in India alone. That's crazy. And the World Series. Uh, 2022 World Series viewership was uh, 11.94 million. In total? In total. Oh, shit. Yeah, so wrestling So, is... as far as market value is Globally, concerned, you're damn sure you got it. Uh, I think, you know, wrestling, and even in the United States... I dude, will say, I will say, I will say to be a pretentious twat that wrestling and baseball are both big look, in Japan. I will say, I think that you underestimate the popularity of wrestling because yeah. you don't know anyone with Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't follow baseball. It's too long. <laughs> I was just saying, they all love wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I mean... John Cena? Da, 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 da. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna lie. That is a meme that I missed. The surprise John Cena, right. I missed uh, those. Come on, name one baseball meme. You're a fan of baseball? Name one meme. It's baseball's a serious game. It's not it, supposed it to be mean. Okay. <laughs> and wrestling's it's not a serious real. sport. <laughs> next, next you're gonna tell me wrestling's not real. Okay. All right. Get out of here, <laughs> Get out of here buddy. I mean, do you remember baseball in the 90s? They were all dope the fuck up. And it like, was awesome! Yeah. Do you think it was those, so fun! Do you think those guys It was better when they let them take steroids, I'm not gonna lie. Yes. yes, if they let people take steroids, then maybe baseball could compete with professional wrestling because professional wrestlers also compete clean. Right? All right, so I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give you your point here. I'm going to also be a contrarian twat while still conceding your point. Baseball's rule changes in the past year have made the game way more fun to watch. Like they added a pitch, like a pitch clock, which is essentially like the shot clock for baseball. Mm -hmm. So the pitcher has a certain amount of time to have to throw the next pitch, which prevents the guy like dirtling around for a minute and a half before he throws the next fucking pitch. Uh -huh. uh, they've limited the amount of times that somebody can go visit the mound, which also cuts it. More or less, they did a bunch of things that speed to make it up not the game. <laughs> I went to a baseball game uh, last season. Baseball games typically start at 7.05, and I think I got out by like 10.20, mm. which is wild, because I used to be getting out almost at midnight to go to games well, I mean, from, years before that. 
a game that came from cricket, right? And cricket matches can take like days. I'm not surprised that baseball runs long. One of the beauties is baseball is technically the game can go on forever. I didn't think I would see the day where Vince McMahon's reign over sports entertainment would come to an end. But um, as we've seen with Diddy recently, I think I love that we call know. it sports entertainment because of the WWE. Oh yeah, no, it's like the one sport that's like a fake sport. <laughs> yeah, and everybody is okay with it, right? I'm like, actually going to say all- that. Diddy's probably into some wild shit, but I don't have Diddy trigger warning. Taking a shit on somebody's back, going to take a shower, and before he goes in through the door, actually, I can totally see Diddy doing this. Casey has entered the chat, or Cassie has entered the chat. Um, I would. I was halfway through that sentence and realized, like- you know what? Diddy would absolutely do this. The the our our new Baltimore Raven, Odell Beckham, right? I was watching a DJ Academics live stream when I was in like high school. That's your first problem. But <laughs> some stripper was like, Yeah, he paid me to take a shit on his chest. That's what the Instagram uh models were saying they get flown out to Dubai to do. Right. Yeah. They, they they this the Saudi princes like they get coked up and get into some freaky shit up in the penthouses. Apparently, you know, rich people think that money means that you can also physically abuse people. And I hope that, you know, a lot of times it does. <laughs> I hope that, you know, baseball, as it will have a chance to recover now that these allegations will probably stir up the wrestling market a little bit, can also calm down its sexual abuse allegations. I mean, if we're talking about rich people being able to get away with things. I suppose it does come with a price tag. Ask Donald Trump and his now defunct $83 million that he has to pay to E. Jean Carroll. Who is that? Is that an alligator? No, E. Jean Carroll. <laughs> She's alleging things? <laughs> e. Jean Carroll is an American journalist who worked with Donald Trump on some interviews where he sexually harassed her when she filed complaints against it he like defamed her and now she was awarded five million dollars in damages the first time Uh, but donald trump wouldn't shut the fuck up so she sued him again for defamation and this time was awarded 83 million dollars which I believe, if I remember, over $50 million of it was punitive damages, which is something that is given in excess to what the uh, plaintiff was asking for. So this is something that the jury deemed was necessary over top of what she was even asking for. They were like, no, Donald Trump fucked up so much that we're going to have him pay an extra $50 million. Bro, this Trump shit is so crazy. Like, we literally have to try not to cover Trump news because we could do an entire episode on all this stuff that every single week. It's part of Honestly, the now that I hear about all these settlements, I'm going to just kind of like start going around celebrities and just getting drunk and like taking my pants off and just falling on the floor. Well, according to... According yeah. to- I'm going to just like fall on the floor of my ass and like, don't... Don't take it, don't take it, man. According to Quentin Quentin Tarantino, the going rate for punching somebody as a celebrity is what? I think he said $50,000. To get away with it? 
It's you like, can get away usually, with anything if you pay you, enough money. Usually you, you can settle with the person for $50,000 yeah, after if, punching him in the face. you can get a celebrity to punch you, it's a, it'll cost you. Bro, remember Diddy hit his fucking son's like uh, fucking football coach with a kettlebell? Yeah. <laughs> he smacked J. Cole. Kendrick Lamar. Uh, he smacked Kendrick Lamar. He he smacked Drake. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Diddy don't give a fuck, bro. Kendrick Lamar was the only one that was the same size as him. That's all you know. He has money. You like you you smacking niggas that could beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like because J Cole was like tall, tall, right? Yeah. Like so, don't Diddy he plays uh, basketball in Diddy Africa. Like, jump, <laughs> bro. Is gonna be a story out? Yeah, Diddy smacked Mike Tyson. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I feel like Mike Tyson might be one of the few people that Diddy is not bold enough to slap. I just saw a video where it was uh, Bobby Brown doing, I don't know if it was The Breakfast Club or what, but he was talking about he might be the reason why Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas because they were out partying and he kept he was like, I just kept telling Mike, go to bed. Right, go to bed, Mike. And Mike was like, "I'm not tired. I'm trying party. I'm not tired. Stop telling me to go yeah. to bed, Bobby." This <laughs> sounds like a fucking story that Billy Corgan told about with Dennis Rodman in the yeah. finals for the Bulls. And I, I when I saw the interview originally, my dyslexia kicked in, and I read it as Bobby Schmurder, right? And I was oh like, Bobby Schmurder is the reason why Mike Tyson lost to Buster <laughs> Douglas. And I was like, hey, yo. Now I need, like, an internet trend to pop up where, like, Bobby Schmurder is the reason why, like, certain internet things happen or certain <laughs> historical events happen. I was like, the reason why Michael this Jackson... This sounds like a base uh, god, like, yo, variant. Listen, the reason why Michael Jackson only got one glove is because uh, Bobby Schmurder took it, right? <laughs> Bobby Schmurder threw his other glove in the air and it just never came down. <laughs> and Mike was like, no, Bobby, now I gotta go on stage with one glove. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bobby, where are you going? Oh, I have a bit I gotta do. The reason Yo. why uh, Franz Ferdinand got murdered, right, is because Bobby was in the car driving the uh, <laughs> making the driver take the wrong turn. <laughs> it's like the whole reason World War II happened, right? Listen, like the whole reason uh, the Valkyrie assassination plot on Hitler didn't work was because Bobby grabbed the wrong briefcase as he was walking out. Bobby like, was at the Boston Tea Party. He was like, "Bro, they got weed on the ship, bro. We gotta get that shit." Yo. And then they got on the ship. It was like, ain't no weed. So they just started throwing the tea over because they was mad. <laughs> Bobby Schwerner is like, well, nigga, this all fentanyl, bro. We got to get. <laughs> it's like Bizarro Forrest Gump. <laughs> Bizarro. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bobby Schwerner be walking into Buckingham Palace and be like, yo, Henry VIII, Anne Boleyn chick, she a hoe. Uh, nothing wrong with being a hoe, Dan. Speak Don't slut shame. <laughs> it's 2024. Women can do whatever they want. As long as Trump pays $83 million for it. Yeah. Shit. Shit. I think this is about in the episode where I usually say, uh, we'll never get that NPR sponsorship. Yeah, we'll never get that NPR sponsorship. I actually needed to give an impromptu championship ring. With three in the bottom of ninth inning to become the world champion yet again. Anything's possible. Got a really big team, and they need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better. From a fact that I discovered this week, I'm giving my championship ring to the state of Florida. Really? 
Okay. The state of Florida. What? Uh, why? Because Ron DeSantis dropped out. No. Because he took Do the heels off. You want to know why Florida Florida man stories are such a meme? Uh-huh. It's because Florida has a completely open public record, including nine one one calls yes, yep, and all of these things, which is in their state constitution. Yeah. And Are I they televise their trials on TV, their, their court trials. Yeah, like you can get transcripts and for all of this. So I I actually want to give a championship ring to the state of Florida. Because yeah. that is something that should be the norm. Yeah. And if that was the norm, we wouldn't have just Florida man stories. We would just have man stories. True. Speaking I, of Florida, too, how the fuck can Ron DeSantis be anti-trans, but the nigga wears heels all the time? Yeah, uh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> now I know you're practicing a bit. That's, I just can't hold that one. That's, that's just Republicans, bro. Like, they've been doing this shit. We'll fight the woke in the streets and then be a freak in the sheets. Um, I want to give a championship ring to Nightshade, a new tool developed in the tech industry to help combat AI-generated models pulling from their data to develop new and to commit fraud. This is actually one of the coolest developments I have seen about AI, especially with how hilarious it is. So, Teddy, are you familiar with the concept of the poison pill? I heard it used before. Give me another, give me an explainer of what it is. Okay, so like in a a spy movie, Uh a spy would have like a, a poison pill in their tooth. Yeah. If they get caught, they just bite the poison pill and they die. And they're right. They so, can't get interrogated. This AI thing is now essentially uh, watermarking people's digital art with a poison pill. Uh-huh. So when an AI algorithm tries to pick up off of it, it distorts the image that um, the AI is picking up on. So Ben Zhao, a professor at un- the University of Chicago, led a team that created Nightshade and says that it hopes that it will help dip the power and the balance back from AI companies towards the artist. Uh, Zhao's team developed uh, another system called Glaze that also allows artists to do what they call masking their own personal style to prevent it from being scraped by the AI companies for data modeling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and the net Nightshade exploits a security vulnerability in generative AI models, according to the technology review article, um, that uses little pixels that are indistinguishable from like the human eye. But when a computer is trying to, or a computer program is trying to examine the data that is the picture, mm-hmm. it completely distorts the way that the um, software would interpret the picture so it turns like dogs into cows and ducks into horses and things like that. And the best part is the uh the coding stays with that picture so the more the ai cannibalizes these images yeah the more and more it is convinced that a horse is a duck yeah and nightshade also not only just affects the images but it also affects words associated with the images so if the ai is looking for uh dog models anything associated with dogs such as puppy husky wolf those words will also be corrupted 
and um, will just continue to create corrupted images. From so it not only protects your own work, but it also is an extra fuck you for everybody else. Yeah, yeah I think we should get rid of this AI shit. I, I want to know who the fuck the dude was that watched every fucking dystopian fucking futuristic movie that's ever existed and be like, yo, I want to make that shit. Ridley Scott. <laughs> the answer is Ridley Scott. Is he a, he's a director, though. Yeah, he made Blade Runner. No, I mean, like, the scientists. Who are the scientists that made Blade Runner and just, like, you know, this seems like a good idea. Oh, like, the niggas that watched, it. like, iRobot. Somebody watched yeah. iRobot is like, bro. Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> no, dude, it's, it is You really, said the actual truth. <laughs> it is really weird to me how some people watch sci-fi and then get, like, this real, like, anarchist, nihilistic perspective. Yeah. And it's, it's accelerationism, right? Where yeah. they're like, we just have to push. Accelerationism really confuses me. People oh, who yeah. see something scary and they're like, I should make it so that we get closer to that thing. Yeah. Right? Like, that's a weird perspective to take on for me. And, like... They did it wrong in the movie. I could do it right, though. AI is it sucks that ai has developed in the time that we're in now like if this came out in like the y2k days yeah, man, i think we alan were... iverson was a phenomenal player <laughs> <laughs> i said that too i have to check myself every time i see the acronym i'm like alan iverson like oh fuck. but artificial if artificial intelligence had come out at the beginning of the internet boom in like mm -hmm. the early 2000s i think it wouldn't be so dumb Right? Like, now we're using it to make sex tapes of Taylor Swift at Chiefs games and stuff like Look, that. Look, that's not dumb. <laughs> all right. All this other work bullshit, we're going to have it fucking do math for you. That's I, dumb. I think that, AI, that's, that's useful for me. I was going to say, I think that's what AI will eventually. Once AI exists so I can down, see Beyonce naked finally. <laughs> Once all the hype dies down, I think we will AI will be essentially like your TI-83 calculator in your phone, right? Like you will use it to make mm -hmm. spreadsheets so you don't have to waste hours making spreadsheets. Does the TI... I just want to say the whole TI-83 comment to our two patrons, Enraged Peacock and Bari Laquari for supporting this podcast. Shout out to our patrons, and you can find us Hell on yeah. Patreon at The Flood Pod, and you can find us everywhere at The Flood Pod, and that's on everything, everything as I stated previous. No, I, I think... do have a question, though. TI-83 calculators, do they do the math expeditiously? <laughs> I got an, I got an answer when I hit the enter button. That is a good one. Um, no, I feel like... AI is a tool that is being marketed as a commodity right now, um, kind of the same way Elon Musk marketed the Tesla in the beginning, right? He was like, look mm. at this cool, new, futuristic, like, this we are really in the future now, and I'm bringing it forth to you. For all of our listeners, check out r slash real Tesla owners. I feel like now, though, we are, we're, we're stuck in the dumb apocalypse like we're stuck in the idiocracy timeline yes um where we're literally only one election from having the rock run for president i'm kind of surprised he hasn't bro niggas have been trying to get him to run for president yeah i was like bro are you this is literally this is literally saturday night live made a whole skit it would be the rock and tom hanks as the, as the ticket you think that might rock? actually happen i feel like with the way this timeline is going the rock would probably just pick kevin 
And then we'll yeah, fucking win. Yeah, but then he's win. gonna lose the comedian vote. <laughs> he will lose Cat Williams' vote. I don't know. I was gonna say, I don't know, because I think uh, Kevin Hart got Dave Chappelle on his side now, and it's like... As a comedian, I have nothing bad to say about any bigger comedians that could possibly give me an opportunity in the future. So okay. <laughs> I don't think you have said on the podcast. I think that is the wildest. <laughs> I think AI is a good tool. I think it is a tool that will get us closer to like a system of living or where kill all of us. Or, right, right. I think it is a tool that could get us to a system of living where we are able to do more things that we find fulfilling right like it'll take the mediocrity out of living because a lot of workforce stuff right now is just clerical entry level like bullshit Um, but it is also creating a problem in us having to come to terms with that because yeah like once you use robots and ai for remedial labor then you have to take bachelor's degree requirements off of like job listings and stuff right there. Cause like- I don't! How is it gonna, like, how are we gonna proceed forward? What are people gonna fucking do? That's my point, (coughs) right? Like, yeah, what are we gonna do, right? And I think, you know, rich people have kind of figured it out. That's why they let COVID rock so long, but this isn't gonna become the new Alex Jones podcast. Hitler was an awful person. I think I agree with you. Yeah. Nightshade is good because I don't like AI coming for one of the things that makes us human. Yeah. Right? Like art is an expression of your perception of existing. Like right? my opinion on generative image AI is it's really cool for something that I would never want to pay an artist for and would almost feel disrespectful for asking them to make. Unless they were like handicapped and you used to be a painter and you wish you could paint again. So like Hitler. Like, a lot of the AI images do look like they're made by somebody who was handicapped. Though. Yeah, yeah, cause like. They yeah. literally look like, you look at them and you're like, they don't have a soul. The niggas have six fingers. Oh, that, that too. I'm right in like 34 teeth. Um, I feel like. How many teeth? I are probably wouldn't the, notice how many, that one. How many teeth do we have? 32? Is it 32? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Let's think it was counting. I was like, can we make that joke? And like, I have right counted answer. every single tooth. I, in I was going to say, I know there's like, I'm, there's a dentist that listens to our podcast just now that was like, you just listed the right number of teeth, you dumbass. Anyway, um, I do feel like AI doing things that are supposed to express a like human perception feels kind of like the weird way to take this avenue, right? But with the like level of scammerism that is rising, rising. up, and I'm not super surprised that people jumped on this right around the time that NFTs were out, because like, uh, duh, I'm gonna take AI and make a bunch of NFTs, right? And like, you'll never get them again. NFTs were a giant scam. They could have been, been a good something. Thing. It could have been a good way to really like legitimize digital art. Windows right? key yeah. shift S. Also, drag. Save. The idea of an NFT was a good idea, but the thing is in like theory. Well, in theory, but it's also just like it doesn't work with 
until the government legitimizes it, it won't yeah. work. Because yeah. it's like, if you're trying to buy equity in art, yeah. you can technically buy somebody's masters or something like that. There, like there's even, artists. like, like uh, there's basically a, a Philip DeFranco actually advertised it. It's like an yeah. investment website where you basically well, buy portions of a painting. Whatever happened with the fucking uh, Dame Dash was trying to sell his portion of Jay-Z's um, uh, Reasonable Doubt as an NFT, I think, like a few oh, years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. But I think, like, Jay-Z was suing him over it. Like, you can't yeah. fucking do that. And also, Jay-Z got the money to just literally... Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure that deposition went, all right, Jay, just fucking pay me for it. And he was like, you a hoe for this. You ever heard of, <laughs> have you ever heard of the Jay-Z Pimp C conspiracy? Uh, the one where Pimp C didn't want to be on Big Pimpin' because he thought Jay said some gay shit. No, there's a crazy one. So, you know Beyonce is from Houston, right? Yeah. Pimp C apparently used to date Beyonce or some shit like that. He had a sex tape of Beyonce. Allegedly, Jay-Z paid him to get the sex tape, right? But then Pimp C started going around telling people that he had a copy of it. So then apparently, allegedly, Jay-Z paid Jay Prince to have like a hooker go into Pimp C's hotel room and drug him and kill him. That's the the conspiracy. I don't know if that's true. I wouldn't be surprised. Jay Prince got connections. Uh, Jay Prince was, Jay Prince is able to shut a lot of shit down. Uh, Jay Prince made uh, Drake calm down. Allegedly. No, not allegedly. That's some real shit. Jay Prince came out and said, yeah, no, I told Young Buck to sit down because a lot of people going to get hurt if this goes any further. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Like, You think Jay Prince has something to do with Jamie Foxx? No, but there's lots of people that wonder if Jay Prince had something to do I'm with. I'm still uh, wondering why nobody from Jay Prince family has gone to prison over the whole fucking uh, offset thing. Not the that's offset, takeoff. exactly what I was about to say. The takeoff <laughs> shit was real. Because apparently, I was, okay. There's, There's some niggas on YouTube who were like connected in in Houston that was going to call around, calling around and doing a lot of research in this shit. Yeah. And it was like Jay Prince apparently like grew up with the nigga that's like the head of the police or some shit in in, in Houston or some shit like that. There's like he's like connected. Of, yeah. yeah he, and like yes, he is. Um, that imagine, whole shit I'll was imagine. over like that. Uh, there's a whole lot a of game of dice, from what I heard. It's not. It what, wasn't just a game of what they the be doing, label bro. The record is not called Mob Ties for no yeah. reason. Jay Prince, like it's extortion, bro. It's extortion. What they be doing is, bro. They be fucking bringing. They be they bring celebrities down there, and they be like, no, don't bring your security. We'll be your security, yep. right? They get you in you're a situation. Gang affiliated. Now. Yeah, you're gang affiliated as security guards, right? You get in a situation, Should right? Should we be telling him? Time out. I have something to say when he's We're in the entertainment industry. You should know this. So they get there. You are on a bunch of gang niggas with guns and shit. You play in dice and they start cheating. They start fucking doing some shit. They scam you on a bunch of money. You can't do nothing. I just want to say. They're like, you almost like you lost 50,000 in dice. You got to pay us. To this point, it could be a Diddy party or the Epstein Island. Continue. No, this is just bro. hood politics, bro. Yeah. This is how the shit works in hip hop, bro. This is how these a lots of these rappers get to claim the street life, right? Yeah. Like, they they go they go to these hoods and they check in, right? Uh-huh. And when you check in, you get fucking extorted. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yo, you can claim that you rock with the set. This is like this is what Meg was talking about when she called Drake a fucking cosplay gangster. Takashi six nine. Yeah. That was the whole shit. Yeah. They let like, this nigga claim, yeah, they because he washed their money. Nigga, like, that's how, like, they, listen, 
This Juice is- Roll too. Juice Roll was a suburban dude, right? Started hanging out with No Limit. That was like G Herbal shit, Chicago. Yeah. Started yeah. claiming No Limit. Started dissing. Started dissing. Dissing like GDs and shit on No Limit, say, saying No Limit and shit. Oh, all these. And then the when he gets caught, the way he dies because he took some pills he had trying to hide from police, but they found like pounds of weed on his plane. The nigga was like transporting drugs and shit. That's, Bro, that, that's uh, listen. Nelly uh, got caught up on that shit. They raided Nelly tour bus. There was heroin and shit uh-huh. all on that bus. Listen, it's it get heavy, right? Um, and a lot of the times, this shit goes unnoticed unless you really like dig into it. Because I mean, at this point, hip hop and the gangster narrative and the gangster world are so like ingrained that people forget there are other kinds of hip hop that you can listen to. Sometimes it goes all the way to the top, even of the state. Let's tell you about the Trump White House ordering ketamine and morphine Ooh. after this break. Morphine? Did you did you rhyme that on purpose? Look, it's a flood. It's, a flood. it's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. It is time to